Let's say our prayers. Father, thank you for this time together as a family to read your word. Please watch over and keep us. Help us, Father, as we read your word tonight to receive it. Please feed your sheep. Lord, whatever we have against you, however we've turned our hearts, whatever barriers that we've built up around our ears and around our minds, Father, we ask for your forgiveness. We ask that they be removed. And we welcome your Holy Spirit to teach us, to lead us. Please feed your sheep, Lord. I offer myself up a, a willing vessel. Use me as you will always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. Verse 11. The rich man is wise in his own conceit, but the poor that hath understanding searches him out. A rich man is wise in his own conceit, but a poor man who has understanding will find him out or discover him or see through him. How about this? A rich man is wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who is, in, who is intelligent can see right through it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, a rich man who thinks he's wise in his own eyes, uh, we'll use the example um, just because he's prominent in the public eye right now, is Mike Bloomberg. This is a man that thought he was going to pass laws to control what people eat and what they drink and where they walk and what time of the day that they're out. And if he makes a law that people have to exercise and they're going to exercise. This is a man whose conceit is in his own eyes, but, but the, the truth is most of us who, who look at him, who hear him talk, see a very isolated, frail man trying to spend all of his money to fill a hole inside himself that he's had all of his life and never been able to never been able to fill. Mike Bloomberg thinks he's gonna he's he's going to feel complete if he gets the presidency and he's willing to spend his fortune to get it. Yeah. The other thing that we can see about him is that he believes you can buy anything. He obviously doesn't believe that God is in control and God sets the leaders over men. He believes money does that. He's trying to prove it. Yes. So, verse 12. 
When righteous men do rejoice, there's a great glory. But when the wicked rise, a man will hide himself. So we see that when the righteous triumphs, there's a great celebration. Everybody's happy. Everybody's joyous to see good overcome evil. Right. But when evil rises to power, good men will go and hide themselves. He that covers his sins shall not prosper. But whoso confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. So, a person that sins and covers it up will not prosper. He won't prosper. But the one who confesses and forsakes his sins will get mercy from God. He's going to receive grace. Some men think that if they just say they're sorry and they keep their sin a secret, they say, I'm sorry, Lord, and they keep their sin a secret, that they're going to be all right. But the Bible tells us, the Word of God tells us to confess our sins one to another. Now, I'm not saying be foolish and run around. You don't need to deface yourself to everybody in the world. But what I'm saying is you should have a trusted brother or sister in Christ that you go to. And you say, look, I missed it. Here's what I did. And here's the reason for that. When you have to confess your sins, when you have to go through the act of telling someone else what you've done, there is a piece of us that abhors the idea of having to do that again. It's a deterrent from doing the same thing again. It, it, is, an, it is a deterrent on a supernatural level, on a spiritual level. God knows how he made us. And he knows that that's a key piece to our being truly repentant for what we've done. If a person can say, sorry, Lord, and then just be quiet about it, they're very likely to go and commit the same sin again and have to say, sorry, Lord, and then commit the same sin again and sorry, Lord. Happy is the man that fears always. Happy is the man that fears always that he that hardens his heart shall fall into mischief. Happy is the man that fears always that he that hardens his heart shall fall into mischief. And well, it's kind of like saying, be sure your friends will find you out. Yeah, absolutely. A man, a man that hardens his heart. I don't know. I've, I've seen that happen to women on at times, and they've gone through a hard situation that they they harden their heart. But but men, we have an innate ability to do it. 
We can we can turn our hearts off. It's a survival mode thing. Men can we can shut down certain things in our heart so that we can cope with the situation at hand. And and that's not something that God wants us to be doing. He wants us to walk in righteousness so that we we don't have to harden our hearts. I think one of the things that is good there is that we confess sins as we learn of them. Amen. Amen, Dad. That is a hard practice to take up and an even harder practice to maintain. Yeah. And man doesn't want to tell other people about the secret sin that he had when nobody was looking. Right. But when he, when he tells, when he confesses it, it shines light in darkness. You're right. He doesn't want to do it again because he doesn't want to confess it again. More than that, it's that suddenly that sin is in the light. Yeah. Kind of keeps you from wanting to do it again. Yes. As a roaring lion and a ranging bear, so is a wicked ruler over the poor people. Like a loud-voiced lion or a wandering bear is an evil ruler over the poor people. An evil ruler is is wild, lashing about. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 16, the prince that wants understanding is also a great oppressor, but he that hates covetousness shall be shall prolong his days. So what does this say? It says understanding. When the prince wants understanding, a prince that wants understanding is also a great oppressor. When it says that he wants understanding, it means that he needs understanding. A, a, a prince that is lacking in understanding. A prince that is lacking in understanding is also a great oppressor. But he that, but a prince that hates covetousness will prolong his life. Covetousness is similar to wanting to take everyone else's 401k and redistribute it to the people that didn't save him. Right. Or take the money from people that saved up money and were responsible and pay off the college tuitions of those that decided to go do something they couldn't afford. Right. Uh, or take away the uh, money from, from, from my kids that are working, the ones that didn't go to college, take their money to pay for somebody else that wants to go get a degree in uniform breeding. <laughs> A man that does violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit. Let no man stay. 
A man does violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit and let no man stop it. Here's a, here's a translation of that. If a man is burdened with the blood of another, let him be a fugitive until death. Let nobody help him. If he won't face justice, if he won't face a hearing, if he won't stand before the judges, let him be a fugitive for life. This is God's word that says, let there be no statute of limitation. And there isn't. Our law in America is based on the Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. You murder somebody, there is no statute of limitation. If they catch you 50 years later, you're going to prison. Whoso walks uprightly shall be saved, but he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once. That's pretty self-explanatory. The one that walks uprightly, they're going to be saved. The person that walks in righteousness, they're going to be saved. But he that's perverse in his ways, they're going to fall. They'll be taken down. He that tills his land shall have plenty of bread, but he that follows after vain persons will have plenty of poverty. So the person that that shuts his mouth and minds his business and is tilling his land or does hard work, that man's going to have plenty of food to feed his family. But the one that chases after the foolish things and the foolish people, that guy's going to have plenty of poverty to replace all the missing bread. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that makes taste to be rich shall not be innocent. So if a person... If a person is concerned about the ways of this world, then they're going to reap reap the reward of this world. And if they're concerned about the riches in heaven, then they're going to reap the riches in heaven. And what I've found is that if if you're concerned about the riches in heaven, that God is going to help you in the things of the world anyway just because he loves his children to have respect of persons is not good for a piece of bread that man will transgress or what is it saying it's talking about partiality it says to pick to be partial to select someone over another is not good For even a morsel of bread, a man may do wrong. So what does that mean for even a morsel of bread? If you you like someone more than someone else, then if you only have one piece of bread, you're willing to give the bread to the one that you like. Instead of dividing it evenly, you're willing to give it to the one that that you take partiality for. He that hastens to be rich has an evil eye 
and considers not that poverty shall come upon it. A person that's concerned about getting rich, again, their eyes full of wickedness, and they consider not the poverty that comes upon them. He that rebukes a man afterwards shall find more favor than he that flatters with the tongue. Another translation of that says, take a man to task, and in the end, you'll win more thanks than, the man, than, than going to that same man with a flattering tongue. So if you go to a man when he's wrong, you pull him aside, and you, you tell him, you put him in his place. Eventually, he's going to appreciate it. Most men will. <laughs> Whoso robs his father or his mother and says it's no transgression, the same is the companion of a demon, a destroyer. That's a demon. Whoso takes something from his mother or his father and says that's that's not a law that's not a, a, a transgression because that's my mom and my dad, so I can take their stuff. That person is a companion, that person running around and out with the devil. What verse is that? 24. 24. Yes, sir. That's, that's a pretty serious charge. That is a pretty serious charge. Um, and it's true. I mean, at, at some point, a lot of us, when we were young, we took something that didn't belong to us from our mother or father. And, and anybody who's honest with himself, when they look back on that time, you know... You're absolutely running around like a hellion with a demon. He that is, and, and some people do it even in their adult years. Yeah. They take things from their mother and their father. They cheat their mother and father left and right. Now that, you know, is running around with a demon. He that is of a proud heart stirs up strife, but he that puts his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. He that trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoso walks wisely, he shall be delivered. So a person that trusts in his own heart is a fool or a person that, that thinks his own his own ways or his own wisdom okay or he trusts in his own promptings or or here here's the simplest form of that a man who trusts in himself a man who trusts in himself is a fool but a person that walks in righteousness he will be delivered Verse 27, he that gives unto the poor shall not lack, and he that hides his eyes shall have many a curse. So what does it mean to hide your eyes? Look um, the other way. Yeah, look the other way. That's exactly right. 
Yeah. It means that that the person that pours out what they have to the poor, that they're they're not going to be without. They're not going to be without. But the one that looks away from the poor and and turns their face away so that they don't see it. That's the one that's going to be needy. Actually, the word right here says they're going to have many curses on them. Mm, yes. Many curses. Not just one curse. Many. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves. But when the wicked perish, the righteous will increase. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory right there. Mm-hmm. When the wicked when the wicked people are prospering, good men will go silent, disappear, hide. But when the wicked men are overcome, when there's disaster for the wicked, all of the good men will come out of hiding. <coughs> that's the end of the chapter, Dad. Oh, yeah. Finished it, huh? Yes, sir. Thank you for selecting us. I think God's word is so precious. I was I was thinking about when you're talking about the person trusting in themselves. Proverbs three, five, and six. Three verses five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and not to your own understanding. But in every way, let him help you make decisions. I know that's not the exact quote, but in other words, we we must trust in God. Fathers, we come tonight. We thank you for your word. Thank you, Father, for the strength it gives us. Just renewing us every day, Lord. Your grace, your spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit to teach us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit to guide us give us the direction that we need. Indeed, Lord, we're so grateful to you for what you do in our hearts. Lord, I lift up our families to you, Father. I pray, God, that you will bless Sky and Maria, bless that home, bless every area of their home, Father. Let no evil come through. I lift up Jacob and Raiden to you, Father, I ask you to bless these young men, guide their lives, their walk with you. I pray for Tannis. Lord, I, I just pray to draw him back to you and give him strength, give him knowledge, and bring to remembrance, Lord, the things he knows about you. I lift a parent and a leader to you, Father, and ask that you bless them. Direct their hearts, Father, in righteousness. And love and loving you, Father. I pray for Olivia, Lord. I ask God your blessings on her. I noticed several more tried to enter the podcast, Father, but it only take five. That's okay. I lift up John to you, Father. I ask God that you bless him. God remove any area in his life that has kept him from learning of you, Father. I just pray your Holy Spirit will touch his heart. 
I lift up to you, Lord, when I ask God for a good night's rest, for your sweet spirit to just hover over her. I lift up to you, Kay, Father. I ask God that you will bless her and guide her walk. I lift up Mel and Catherine to see you. Lord, I, I know that this podcast is going to grow and we're going to find a way to find be able to put more people on at this time. I pray, Father, that you would direct every heart. Father, I lift up our local churches to you, Father. I pray, God, for Guy and Maria's church, and I want to thank you for the decision this pastor has made with his congregation. I pray, Lord, that you will bless it, that you will give them guidance. I lift up our congregation to you, Father, for those sick. I ask God that you will touch. And, Lord, we know that uh, this virus that is coming from China, uh, the evil news media is trying to make it work here in the United States. And only 15 people have been proven to have it, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you've kept it under control. No deaths. Thank you, Father, for helping our president close the borders and the entrances to the United States. I ask God that you will bless, Lord, our leaders that are working in that area. I ask your blessings, Lord, over our armed that you will protect them, that you will give strength to them and guide them, Lord, in, in your love. Thank you for our police force, our firemen, every area, Lord, of, of our public service. But most of all, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to give us good mayors and, and leaders in our cities, leaders in our state, and Father, to cleanse this country of any evil that has overtaken and has tried to destroy this nation. I bind the evil ones of the high places, powers and principalities and rulers of darkness, and cast you out in the name of Jesus. I pray for us, Lord, give us wisdom and guidance. Lord, we just bless you. I listened to Bernie Sanders last night, Father. Israel saying they have no right to the country and that that belongs to Palestinians. Lord, I pray you will demolish every stronghold that these people have gotten and ask you, Lord, to demolish the stronghold. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask this night. Amen. 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 Good night, family. Good night. Guys, have a good night. Good love you. Good night, babies. I love you. Night, night, night.